0: Welcome to the world of tomorrow!
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very, very special episode. Me and Jim Strange Pork. How's it going, Jim? Pretty good, Admiral. How are you? Great, great. We've been working on this, so what would you say, about six to eight months we've been working on this process, trying to get everything perfect? It's been a while, yeah, yeah. Uh, So this is the first episode of... uh, Jim, why don't you go ahead and take this? Why don't you take this? Explain what this is.
0: Well, this is going to be a fun little review, a little bit nostalgic, To the wonderful show of Futurama, we're going to sit down, we're going to go through each episode, we're going to talk about just what we thought about each one, our favorite jokes, our favorite fun facts about each one, all kinds of amazing, amazing things of this wonderful cartoon show that is just absolutely beloved.
1: Oh, and don't forget the things we want from the future in that episode.
0: Absolutely.
1: I'm pretty sure they could tell what it was from the beginning, when they were like, Welcome to the world of tomorrow, today! Well, no, it doesn't say today, but this is a future review podcast, just like Jim said, uh, excellent TV show, one of the best, um, I'm sorry, I got distracted, uh, one of the best series of all time, probably, besides Rick and Morty, which is close second to me.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. Um, we're going to review bi-weekly, uh... Every episode, so I'm pretty sure we're set for the next three to four years.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, And, And just, spoiler alert now, if you haven't watched the series yet, it's 2016 as we record this, so get on that. But yeah, don't watch, don't listen if you haven't watched the show.
1: So, of course, we're going to go in chronological order. If you listeners want to hear any special review podcasts, maybe when we get a Patreon account, we might record some and save it and let whoever wants to pay for it to listen to it. But it will be listened to in chronological order. Some of our favorite episodes. Uh, probably Jurassic Bark. I'm crying already. Um, so, episode one, Space Pilot 3000. Yes. The official release date, March 28th, 1999, and the opening sequence, Futurama, in color. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Gotta love those opening
1: jokes. Of course. So, we open in December 31st, 1999. Uh, One of my favorite narrations by Philip J. Fry in this episode was Space is like just an endless thing. And then you get to the end, and a gorilla starts throwing bells at you. That that's how you play the game, Whoa. like that to me is probably like rewatching that scene. I laughed so hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, gotta love a good Donkey Kong reference.
1: Does Billy West like? Is this Billy West? I think this is Billy West's role, just meant for him. Was Phil J Fry?
0: Oh yeah, it's so funny now to like watch other things that he did where he used the same voice and you're just like, wait a minute, it's Fry.
1: It, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, Fry gets a pizza, uh, cause he's a pizza delivery boy. He gets a pizza from John DiMaggio's character, which is Mr. Pernucci. Yes. Mr. Pernucci. Yes. Um, basically rides past everything. Notice that, uh, his girlfriend, I'm sorry, his ex-girlfriend may be cheating on him. Suspect, suspects that she may be cheating on him. You know, suspects, <laughs> um, And then he's like, I hate my life, I hate my life, I hate my life. Gets to, uh, the place where he's delivering the pizza. And, um, do you want to say this joke of the name of the person who ordered the pizza? Uh,
0: it's a classic, man. He goes to deliver the pizza to Icy Wiener.
1: (laughs) Oh, crud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then, um, he sits down, uh... Which, why did they order a six-pack of beer and a pizza? Like, I didn't know that you could order pizza and a beer. I don't
0: know. It, it's maybe New York, you know?
1: Uh, know? Maybe. 1999, it's a different time. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, so uh, he goes to, uh, you know, open the beer, puts one foot on top of the desk, uh, in the chair, and I love how everyone around the world is counting down, cause it's, no, there's no such thing as time zones anymore, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> uh, so basically they count down, and, um, he falls in the cryogenic tube, um, and a thousand years pass, I love how it's like, just basically, every, all the Martians come out, yeah, which, the
0: alien destruction, they rebuild, the aliens destroy again, they rebuild again,
1: Yep. And then after that, uh he wakes up on December 31st, 2099. Yes. Uh and he wakes up to one of our, well, our the name of our episode actually. Uh Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. And I love how they click on a light. What do you have to say like that? Have you heard of thing little called showmanship? <laughs> <laughs> um and then basically they they get to they get to the where he decides <clears throat> Where he's decided his fate for the future, because in the future they have this thing now where they pick your career. Yeah, the probulator, of course. Uh, but one of my favorite lines, probably from those two guys, because they show up later in the series. But probably my favorite my favorite line is "Have a nice future." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then he's like, "Wow, doors!" He's like it starts. Oh, yeah,
0: it drops on his face.
1: Um, and so then we meet Leela, uh, who's voiced by Katie Seagal. Is that who
0: I, I, The woman from Married with Children. Yeah, Katie Seagal. Yeah. Yes. I don't know the actress's name at all.
1: And she's a cyclops, which yes. is kind of weird, I guess. Uh, so after going through all this, uh, he goes through the probulator and, um, he's like, hey, you know, what's going on, uh, blah, 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 and he's like, oh, well, you're in the future. Wait, you mean everybody I know is dead? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> like, why would... But it's Fry, so it's like... Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and then I like how
0: He hated his life.
1: Yeah, he basically he did. And I, one of my favorite lines by Fry... Because, you know, Fry is pretty stupid. But one of my favorite lines by Fry is when he's like... Wait, is that blimp accurate? It, it's 2099? Yeah. A million years? Wow. <laughs> Like, it's just, it's like, Fry, you're amazing. You, yeah. <laughs> you're amazing. Uh So he goes to the probulator, and he finds out that his job is a delivery boy. <laughs> and he doesn't want none of that. So he freezes Leela, and they, go, they have a chase, and he puts her into the tube that he was in. Which I wish I they would have put Fry in number 42, because I think it would have been such more perfect than number 40. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's the little things that I caught when I was writing my notes. Um, and basically, after that, uh, he, he freezes there, and he's like, see you in a thousand years. And he puts the five minutes. Um, and then he leaves, uh, and he's looking around. And I love the part where he where he's walking around, and you see the people with the cellophane. What was it? The... They they were they were oh, like all the um the the sensor bars yeah the yeah. sensor bars I love how they were just wearing the sensor bars with plastic wrap, and then he's just looking around like whoa the future's amazing, and then he, and then apparently um, the subway has been replaced by um, the tubes I guess you would call them the New York tubes I don't I don't know yeah. what they call, but so, he has to find oh before all this he does find out that he has a long grilling long-living relative his great 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 well whatever nephew um so then after that he goes into the tube and he uh and i love the part where he hits the wall and the guy is tourist yeah <laughs> um such a,
0: such a new york t- statement though too
1: <laughs> probably i've never been i know you have but yeah yeah um so after that, uh, he meets Bender because he thinks that uh, the people are lined up for a phone call because, I mean, why? Wh- what is this booth that would be? But, you know, it's a booth, uh, which is revealed as a suicide booth. Um, and so then him and Bender are sitting there, you know, talking about things, and he's like, I'm trying to make a phone call, and uh, I love how one of my favorite parts of this episode, again, I know I have a lot of favorite parts, but one of my favorite parts is when he's like, uh, yeah, I like the place. And they're like, he, Bender puts the coin in and reels it out with a string. Yeah. And then he goes, choose mode of death. <laughs> Quick and painless. Or, um, what was it? Uh, slow and horrible. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I like the place that, I like to make a, a collect call. Oh, yeah, I've chosen slow and horrible. <laughs> and then they just snap him. <laughs> um and then after that, um I guess you would say that uh they become friends. Uh so then they go to a bar and fr- and Bender's like, you know what, I'm gonna go kill myself because the things the things I'm programmed to do is to build suicide booths, so I might as well just kill myself. Uh I love how he's like, Who do you do? I've been girders. Well, what do you do? 30 degrees, 32 degrees, 31. 31. <laughs> and then he decides to go kill himself, but Fry stops it because he's like, I've never had a friend before, a robot. Wait, you wanted a friend as a robot? Yeah, ever since when I was little. Like, I guess I was like, I thought I was the only one that wanted a robot as a friend too. Like, because I, I thought it was cool. But, yeah. I mean, but then I have my dog Tesla, so that's pretty awesome as well. Um... And so then, um, they see, Leela sees them and starts chasing them around the city. Uh, and I love how they get to, um, at first I just thought it was a regular museum, but if you look at it closely, the head museum. Yeah. And you're like, what, what was your first time watching this episode where you're like, what in the hell is this?
0: Yeah. It's, it's an interesting concept that they set up that, you know, gets used so much to the rest of the series, but it's, it's such a fun little gag and interesting thought.
1: Do you want to take over for this uh, part of the review and talk about the plot a little bit?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, So they run into the Head Museum because it's free on Tuesdays, um, which is one of my favorite things about all museums. uh, (laughs) So So Fry and Bender rush into the Head Museum free on Tuesdays, and uh, they interact with the wonderful, great, may he rest in peace, Leonard Nimoy. Uh, Yeah, and uh, of course he doesn't do the Spock. Thing anymore the than thing because he's just a head so i mean how could he um and they, they learn about this head museum where the heads just share wisdom and knowledge um leela chases them in with the wonderful two cops the man and robot cop from the series uh who right behind her will be there in five minutes uh, uh they run in Fry and Bender hide as heads. Leela catches them. The cops go and beat them because they're police and it's their job.
1: It's 24th century on his ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, they bump into the big wall of presidents where they run into series regular later on, Richard Nixon.
1: Our rules. Attacks,
0: <laughs> attacks Fry by biting him on the elbow. Um, they run into the room closet full of vice presidents because who cares about second in command
1: oh, no no that was the hall of criminals was it yes it must i have, mean
0: i remember the vice presidents must have been a later episode
1: oh no, it was a later episode
0: yeah i was gonna say so that anyway yeah i, I wasn't paying close enough attention to those names um yeah, same thing but they they run into the hall of uh, and you know escape by Bender bending. Um, only after he's convinced by Fry and a surge of electricity through his antenna, um, <laughs> reprogramming him completely uh, to bend for good purposes. And he bends to get them out of there. They run into an alley. Bender decides he's got to bend another grate that just opens, which is so wonderful. <laughs> it's just a huge moment and throw it away. Um, yeah. They run down into the sewers where we find the remains of old New York that Fry lived in. Yep. And, uh, let's see here. As I recall, uh, Fry starts to get a bit nostalgic about his olden days. realizes that, you know, he has no friends, no family, no one he knows. But then here's someone he knows because Lila is once again behind them. uh, Where she has now changed her mind and has decided to join them in becoming careerless, changing her career, removing her own ship. Where they decide from then on to go and mooch off of my favorite character in this entire episode, the professor, and we get to meet him and the whole Planet Express building.
1: Um, And then I love how they're like, how he's like, "Uh, "Can we have some money?" Oh God, no! (laughs) One of the
0: best lines, the professor. um, I know.
1: uh, And so then, uh, and then the professor. Puts in some kind of machine where he fi- just the fingertips can confirm that there's uh, relatives for some reason. Don't know how that's possible. But. Well, you know, if you think about it, we almost kind of have something similar to that because realistically, you now I'm assuming it doesn't prick the finger, but we can prick a finger to get
0: enough blood. With diabetes, they do that all the time, and then you could DNA test, but that's wow. just a theory. So maybe. maybe that's actually something that could work. You never know.
1: Maybe, uh, and, uh, and then I love how they uh, I love how Nixon is like enforcing the police what to do, because yeah. they're he's in not president yet. No. Spoilers? Spoilers. Well again. <laughs> so basically, um, you have uh, Fry, Leela Bender and Professor Farnsworth, and he's like, "Oh, look, it's all my diff- my different length of wires. I, I have to
0: stop you there. That is one of the funniest jokes to me. Um, When I first went into college, I started off in engineering and actually sat there in an engineering class listening to a guy who is probably an engineer now talk about different lengths of wire for about (laughs) 30 minutes. And that episode, just every time I hear that line, I lose it because of that guy.
1: (gasps) Oh my (laughs) gosh. That's pretty funny. Um, And so then after that, they're like, they're like, we have the place partially surrounded. And then I love how they're like the Nixon looks through the door thing, get those bums <laughs> And then I love how uh, Bender shits a brick, literally. Yeah. yeah uh yeah. and then he's like, Come on, let's get away in the spaceship. Oh, your favorite one.
0: But I am already in my pajamas.
1: <laughs> Which you wish they would have used that later in the series.
0: Yeah, okay. they used it the first two episodes and then it just abandoned it. At least once more. You know, like the last episode he should have said it. Yeah, if, maybe when they bring it back again.
1: Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, so, and then after that, uh, they fly, they get into the spaceship, and I love how Fry's like, "I got this. I've seen Star Trek. I know how this works," and he does it, and it pours it a coffee. Off the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the LMF loves is like, "Can anybody drive stick?" Uh, <laughs> Lila's like, "Yes, as long as I have to parallel park." <laughs> so they get into the ship, um, and then you know. They, they count down to 10, which... I, would you say, ironically, or is it coincidence?
0: I don't know, because they never do it again. They never do that any other time when they take off.
1: Right. So, so coincidence? Maybe, maybe it
0: was either coincidence or just maybe they knew strategically to plan it that way. Because...
1: Maybe. Maybe.
0: The fan theory should start flying now.
1: Exactly. The so, email, so let's, go, let's go coincidence. Um, that they start to... They start counting down to ten, and um, all around the nations around the world count down to ten again because, of course, there is no uh, time zone anymore. And I love how France—if you go back and watch this—the people They're in France, English? yeah, it's like Yeah. what? I guess Earth has its own language. <laughs> they just adopted English. Apparently, you think it'd be Chinese, but uh. yeah, you think it would be Chinese. Uh, and then after that, uh, basically, they fly off into space. And I love how I love how Bender. And Fry and Leela come to the thing and we're like, well, we're fugitives, so I don't know what to do. And he's like, well, why don't you just work for me? You know, a little home business side just started where you can be crews of my ship. And he's like, okay, well, what would I do? Oh, you would be in charge of delivering packages from one place to another. So I would be a delivery boy? Yeah. And then he's all excited to finally be a delivery boy. Yeah, yeah. All I guess I, I guess it's the rule of threes, you
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also love that he gets the chips out of the uh, envelope marked uh, "contents
1: of space Wasp's stomach." Yes, that's kind <laughs> of a uh, kind of a foreshadowing to another episode, and yeah. you know, so and so. But after that, uh, that's really the first episode of you know Space Pilot 3000. Yeah. So um. What were your thoughts going back and watching this? Like, did you really, like, rekindle it? Like, because I actually, going back and I've seen, I haven't seen, but I took a list of all the first season episodes, and there's a lot of good ones, like, a lot. Yeah, they
0: really had a great first season. It's not many shows. In a lot of shows it takes them, you know, maybe to the second season to find its footing. They, I mean, they started off so solidly here. You know, Futurama. One of the things that makes it such a great show is the rich cast of characters that they have, mm-hmm. and the rich, the all the environments. You know, all the different places, and they introduce you to like three different places and like eighteen different new characters right in the start. It's not just the main characters.
1: Exactly. Um, so, I mean, I really liked it a lot. I thought it was probably one of the best pilots I've seen ever, probably. Well, besides X-Files, because I really like the X-Files pilot. Um, but as you're I, aware... And you are even in this episode, so... Yes. Uh, uh, you have Gillian Anderson and David Duchovny and Matt Groening.
0: Yes. Yes, all in the head museum next to each other.
1: Uh, well... Uh, so we have a little segment that we like to call Fun Facts. Um, so I have about two. How many do you have? Uh, got two as well. Okay, Okay. so why don't you go first with one of your fun facts?
0: Alright, well, one of my fun facts, and it's something that it took, you know, viewings later on to realize this, but, uh, you know, there's, there's a revelation about, how it all began that comes much later in the season in the series i want to say fifth season um the last season of the first run um where we learn about a special someone who had a hand in Fry ending up in the future and there's a wonderful little thing that you you know you wouldn't think to look for it the first time around but when you look back you can see the shadow of a certain character who eats a lot yeah nibbler yeah, when, when Fry gets pushed or falls into the tube, you can clearly see his shadow there, and that's just such a cool thing that they, you know, they put that in so early on. Yeah. And then, I don't know if maybe I just didn't catch it until after it was edited later, but, I mean...
1: Oh, no, 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 no. I'm pretty sure it was set like that, like the original, it was set like that. Because uh, yeah. I went back and watched the commentary, and they were even like, Oh, it's a secret! Secret, don't look at the screen! <laughs> Um, Well, I have one. uh, I have a uh, fun fact. Did you know that, remember when the guy, because it's John DiMaggio's voice, but when the guy goes, Radio City Mutant Hall. Did you know what his original line was supposed to be, but they changed it? What's that? Uh, John F. Kennedy Jr. Airport. They changed it because of his horrible crash that he had in a... Yeah.
0: Oh, that's... (laughs) That's horrible. I like it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's your second one?
0: So my other one, and this is actually something I just noticed um, two days ago watching this again. Um, you know, this is like the 100th viewing, and I'm still catching things, but uh, in this wonderful scene where Fry bumps into the uh, Hall of Presidents or the Wall of Presidents at uh, the Head Museum, uh, it took me forever to notice, but Grover Cleveland... The only president elected for two non-sequential terms is in there twice. He actually has two of his heads. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. Wow. I didn't notice that until you texted me. I was like, oh, my God, are you serious? Uh, Rebecca watched it. Uh, to, to be honest with you, it, I was so nervous for this podcast. I probably watched it five times in one day. <laughs> <laughs> and then once with the commentary.
0: Well, at first, I thought it was like someone just got lazy and animated Grover Cleveland and, like, you know, Teddy Roosevelt to look exactly the same, because they're kind of, you know, similar robots. And then I realized it was
1: was Grover Cleveland twice. Wow. Wow. Uh, uh, Also, my uh, second uh, fun fact is, do you know the characters that were based off of uh, Fry? And Fry was based off of Rebel Without a Cause the the outfit that um, James Dean wore, and also Bender is named after John Bender from Breakfast Club. Oh wow, that is yeah. awesome. Yep. Yeah. So that leads us to our next segment. What do you want from the future from this episode? Well,
0: I got to tell you, and and it's been a focus of a lot of the stuff I've talked about. But um, I, you know, I thought about all this stuff, and I, you know, there's so much cool technology. I think the Head Museum is what I want, because you have to realize, like, they had the heads of, you know, it's, it's one thing that they had the heads of, like, Leonard Nimoy, who at the time this came out was still alive, but they also had the heads of, like, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, in this museum. People who were already dead at the time that this episode came out, which means that the Head Museum has come up with the technology to resurrect these people to keep their heads in a jar so that you can go and share wisdom with them. How awesome is that? I'm a history person. I would love to go and talk with some of the history's most famous people in a museum once we've, you know, resurrected them, not in a zombie form, just to be ahead head the job.
1: See, I just went I would like that bike that had was had flames on it that was hovering. That's just me. But Yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> I like how you went alt intellectual and I'm just like, yeah. eh bike
0: <laughs> I, I thought flying cars I, I, I that was my initial reaction i was gonna be like i mean how how can you resist a flying car only once it's back to the future right, right.
1: of course <laughs> um so that is our review of space pilot 3000 um i loved it i thought it was i went back and watched it like i said about five times in like one day to prepare for this but it's probably one of the stronger episodes like yeah, definitely yeah Um, So this is going to be a bi-weekly thing. Uh, We're going to do it every other Tuesday. Um, uh, So if you guys like that, let us know. Uh, Please like us on Facebook. Uh, Welcome to the World of Tomorrow is on Facebook. Um, I will post before we record, and I'll post a picture of the episode of what we're recording. Uh, We are going to go in chronological order. So the best way to do it is to... Either listen to this podcast, if you're a fan of the show, listen to the podcast, then watch the episode afterwards and see what we picked out, or vice versa, whichever you want to do. It's completely up to you. Um,
0: and as I'm assuming it's going to be a bunch of sweaty nerds, uh, you get to uh, email us afterwards about all the things we
1: got wrong. Exactly. Uh, email us at cinemajims15 at gmail or just contact us on the Facebook page on, on Welcome to the World Tomorrow. Contact us and I will get to it as soon as possible. you also have access to that? I set it up where you have access to that. Did you get that app? Yeah, yeah, okay. definitely. Uh, so me or Jim can respond uh, immediately if we're not busy, you know, because we do have lives outside of this podcast. Not yeah. not that many people think, but not we do. Not much of them, but, you know. Exactly. We have some um thank you to kevin george for letting us use your music marty and the arrogant observer thank you for letting us use your website check us out at lowrainpictures.com uh time duke uh eric i know you guys want to be on soon well time duke only wants to be on the snooze stew episode but jimmy (laughs) he only wants to be on that episode we're going to trick him into getting on another one. Tell him it's that, that episode. And just do well, he has to watch it beforehand. That, that'll make it even better. <laughs> okay.
0: And tell us what happened next. I didn't watch it. Just tell
1: us. <laughs> um, and then Eric will get on eventually, um, you know, because he likes the show a lot, too. So we'll have him a guest guest star every once in a while. We also have another co-host that is really into the show. Uh, he couldn't make it this episode. It's okay. We don't know what his radio name is yet, so we're not going to. Blast his name out there, um, but um, if you love Futurama, this is the show for you. Listen to it; it's going to be about thirty to forty minutes long. Just let us know uh, what you like, what you don't like, and maybe if we get enough requests, maybe we can do our top ten favorite episodes. Our top no, not top ten, top five favorite episodes. Yeah. Um, I mean, let us know what you guys want, what you don't want, what you don't like. Just leave the hate mail. Just don't send us hate mail. Okay, we don't really like that. Now they're going to send us nothing but hate mail. Yeah. Um, also, we will be on iTunes uh, under What's On. Um, please let us know. Guys, if you have anything else, please contact us. Jim, you got anything?
0: Well, if you like the show, go give us a good review. If you didn't like it,
1: shut your mouth. Exactly. Um, so, guys, wipe your hooves. See you later. Jim? See y'all in a couple weeks. Yeah.